Another week inside the Wildcats Den. I'm Colin Castleberry. Tonight, we speak with head girl soccer coach Heather Marshall and soccer senior Clark Officer coming off a massive win last night on senior night over Upperman. And, of course, a massive stretch of wins for the girls' soccer team. We'll also talk with football player Seth Smith and head coach Matt Hauser ahead of their ball game coming up on the road at Stone Memorial on Friday. That and so much more inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Scoring goals in bunches back inside the Wildcat Den. And we begin the show with head coach Heather Marshall, the girls' soccer coach, who last night helped her seniors celebrate senior night and has been on a red-hot streak through district play. Head coach Heather Marshall. Coach, your team's been pretty red-hot recently. They've been on a bit of a streak here through a very difficult stretch of, of district games and more. Just how proud are you of the way the team has performed over the last couple of weeks, really stepping it up? Super proud. We didn't start off with a whole bunch of wins, so we were able to get some in these last couple of weeks, and I think that's boosted morale overall with the team as well. Yeah, you. last time you and me talked, you talked about how difficult this stretch could be and would be. What does it mean to come out kind of on the other side of it, going into senior night uh, with wins, with a bunch of Ws? Yeah, so it feels great. Um, we got a big win last Thursday against Hume Fogg. Um, so everyone was thrilled with that one. Um, and then we've got senior night tonight and two games next week. So we're coming up, wrapping things up with this season and looking forward to postseason play. What have these seniors meant to this program? What have they meant to the team this year, obviously, as we celebrate them on a Tuesday night? Oh, yeah. So this, it's it's going to be a sad night, but a happy night all at the same time. They're a special group of girls. Um, we've got four players, one manager. Um, it's it's going to be a sad night for me because they won't be here next year, but I'm so happy for them that they've played these four years and that they're going to get to go to college, and I'm just happy for them for life to happen after high school. Um, but it's a little bittersweet, a little bittersweet. How do you kind of maintain and control the, mentally the emotion to you know to to walk away with a win, but but also obviously celebrate these seniors? Yeah, and so basically, my goal with senior night is always to make it a big party. Um, last year we added some stuff. This year we've added some stuff. So just to make it a fun night, they'll remember for their whole life. I still remember my senior night. So that's what I try to do for them on this senior night. Just a, a night they can remember for their lifetime. On the flip side of all of that, a lot of W's, a lot of celebration, but where does this team have to continue to improve uh, for you guys to achieve all of those pretty lofty goals you had coming into the season? So I think we've done pretty good overall. Um, we we create a lot of chances for us for ourselves on the scoring end of things. I would just like to see us kind of finish them. Um, we create chances and, and then half the time miss the goal. So if we can if we can get those on target and find the back of the net on those, we'll be we'll be perfectly fine going into postseason play. And it's starting to come together. Our percentages for shots on goal are going up. Um, so and that's when you want to peak. You want to be peaking about now going into that postseason play. So we're looking pretty good. You talked to me several times about uh, the offense taking on different types of defense, especially several defenses that really play back a lot, just trying to limit your offensive production. What has it meant to you to see the girls navigate those different defenses and find ways to score goals in unique ways? Yeah, that's been hard on them this season. We go from playing a, a number one seeded team, Hume Fogg, to um, the game before that, Stone, who they kind of packed the box on us. So it's a different strategy every game, and for them to be able to that to be that flexible and to be able to change up strategies that quickly against different opponents, they've been able to um, adapt to that 
very well this season, and it's been a lot of a lot of emotions because you have 9-0 and then you lose 2-3, and so are you that good or are you not that good? And so we've had to keep ourselves in check a little this season as well. Um, but overall, I think they've handled it well, and, and they kind of see the competition will hate at regions and above, and those are the games they're looking forward to. Yeah, how do you balance that with, you know, 14- to 18-year-old kids? I know that probably is kind of a loaded question, but how, how do you balance the, the 2-3 loss with the 8-0, 9-0 win? Well, and I think they realize, like, the 2-3 loss, it might be a loss, but it was a really good soccer game. And so they're, they've got soccer brains. They know that those games are where they learn more anyway, and I've kind of hammered that home within this season, and they're, they're picking up on it. We take much more away from a 2-3 loss than we do a 9-0 win. So as long as we grow from those losses, there'll be less of them in the future. And final question here, Coach Marshall. You talked about your girls' ability to adjust on the fly, right? Game to game, you might have two or three this week and have to change it up in each one. What does that say about their ability coming up in the postseason where you're going to have to do just that? Yeah, and so we'll, we'll hit districts first, um, hoping to host region games uh, that next Tuesday, Thursday, um, which the, the competition for us in our region level is about as high as you can get. Um, we've got Franklin County, who just dropped from 3A. You have the state runner-up from last year in our region, and you have Tullahoma, who's kicking butt right now. Um, so we've got three heavy hitters in the region, so we have got to be mentally prepared, which is why I'm glad we had some tough games throughout the season because we've been there, we've done that. So we know we can accomplish that. Um, it's just a matter of getting to those games to be able to prove it to the world. Girls soccer head coach Heather Marshall, our coach in the spotlight. Coming up, will you talk with one of her seniors, Clark Officer from Senior Night last night inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV presented by One Bank. Senior Night last night on the girls' soccer pitch and now inside the Wildcat Den we catch up with senior girls' soccer player Clark Officer. Clark, simply put, what did Senior Night mean to you? The coaches really did a great job of just showing us how important we are to them and what we mean to them, so it was a great night. What did you enjoy the most? What was your favorite aspect of senior night? Um, well, they always decorate our locker room and um, print out awful pictures of all the seniors and put them in our locker, so that was great. And they had a bunch of party poppers to surprise us, and we had great cake that – um, the other senior, Sienna Milligan's dad makes, and it was very good. So, You guys are a, a pretty tight-knit senior class. What was that moment like last night after the game coming together just as your group of seniors? Um, I don't think any of us really cried. I just don't think any of us, we can accept that. It, it doesn't feel like our our senior year, so – haven't totally accepted it yet because still a lot to play for. I mean, what what would you love to accomplish in your senior year? Well, I mean, obviously we'd love to win state, but there's a lot of different steps in between that. Mm -hmm. So just making it as far as we can. What did it also mean to walk away with not just a win, but a pretty big win uh, last night on senior night? And you got to play, uh, obviously, a little bit more than maybe you normally would have. Um, it was just fun because before I played defense, I actually played offense. And so it was just kind of weird to be back in that position and kind of forgot how much running came with it. <laughs> so what you're saying is you, you, you're good to stay on defense. You, you found your preference. Yes, it makes me appreciate our offensive players much more. 
Well, this year you guys have had a, quite a potent offense, put a lot of goals on the board. How much easier does that make your job as a defender, seeing one, two, three, and continue on going up on the board? It's an amazing feeling because, I mean, the more goals, the less you worry, but obviously you don't want to let your guard down too much. No, not at all. Uh, as a senior, you've obviously spent some pretty significant time as well with Coach Marshall. What has she meant to you and meant to this senior class in this program? Definitely a lot because we were there when it was her first year. And I remember one year she just showed up, sat in for one practice, and then never came back. So she was just this mysterious person that we didn't know. And then next year she just returned and – became a huge part of our lives. So, Do you feel like she's somebody that you look up to on and off the field now? I mean, definitely, and I feel like the rest of the team can say this, but anytime we have any problem, I think she's one of the first people that come to our minds when, to call somebody. So, Clark Officer, senior girls soccer player coming off senior night last night in a big win over Upperman. We're inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We go from one kind of football to the other, from the girls' soccer pitch to the gridiron, for our weekly conversation with head football coach Matten Hauser inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, presented by One Bank. Coach, uh, coming off a, a, a really hard-fought game with York, final score not necessarily indicative of how hard you guys played on Friday night. How, how have these first couple days of practice been? How have the guys kind of responded this week? You know, very similar. They have all year long. They're resilient. They know that when we get here on Monday, whatever happens um, on Friday night, that we enjoy our wins and we get rid of our losses. But when we get here on Monday, we're ready to go for the next week. And they kind of do a great job of refocusing and uh, putting their time and energy into the next opponent. And it's been no different this week. You know, I know it bothers them. when things happen on Friday night and we don't come away with the win against York, it, it bothered them. You could see it in their eyes and and talk to them over the weekend. Uh, but when they get here to Monday, it's a totally different attitude and they're ready to go for the next week. Yeah, some positives. Obviously, you could take away from Friday night. Lots to work on as well. What what are the things you're, you're walking away from Friday night feeling good about? And what's the emphasis this week coming off that game and, and going on the road to Stone on Friday? Well, I think ultimately our kids just continue to battle. Um, you know, we've we've played some teams this year that are uh, senior heavy or very talented teams. You know, we've – you look at our schedule and we still have a lot of really, really talented teams to come down the road, and it's just been one battle after another. But our kids go out each and every day and um, they fight for four quarters and they just keep coming at you. And York was a really, really good football team, one of the best football teams in 2A. Um and, you know, they never gave up scoring at the end, getting an onside kick, going down and having a chance to score again. Just shows that they'll continue to fight, and that's what we're most proud of. But we gotta, we got to make a lot of improvements offensively and defensively. Uh, that happens in practice and the way that we approach it. And we've talked a lot about competing and having some competition. Um, so we're looking forward to just kind of getting back to work, trying to work on some of those things and getting moving in the right direction. What do you think having kind of competition in practice breeds on a Friday night? What is turning practice into having more competitive periods, having more competition in practice? What do you think that does for you on a Friday? Well, you have to, you have to find ways to compete 
um, to see how you respond to adversity because a lot of times uh, things don't go great in the course of a game and if you're if you haven't had competitive situations in practice and you haven't been faced with adversity when it in practice you don't really know how to deal with it when the when it happens um, so we we try to come up with some competitive periods and we try to compete whether it's scout team periods or whether it's uh, you know Pascali or inside drill or whatever it is we're doing one-on-ones um, but it also makes you play harder and faster and your body remembers everything you do and muscle memory is a real thing and we have to learn to move fast and and um, perform under pressure and so you know as coaches, we're always looking for ways to create competition and to find a way to, you know, have kids battle for positions tends to lead them to play harder and play better. So, um, you know, we can't get complacent at any position. We just got to keep working and pushing each other, and we'll become a better team if we do that. Plenty of games, plenty of situations that haven't necessarily gone uh, your way, but you're at this point about halfway through or just over halfway through uh, you, the first season here at L.A. Uh, just how do you feel about where the team is, where the program is uh, about halfway through this season? Well, I think our, our guys are in a good space in terms of just their um, mentality. There, this is a great group of kids. Um, and, and they come each and every day. Like I said, they they battle each other in practice. They come and they play hard on Friday nights. But they really like being around each other. You can tell it in the locker room. You can tell it on the field. They hang out together. Um, we're not where we want to be in terms of wins and losses, but we're starting to do things um, that are starting to turn the corner. And it sometimes may not look that way when you're playing against teams that are really, really good, like the last couple of weeks when we've played DeKalb, we've played Upperman, we've played – York, we still have Stone, and we got Macon following that, and Cumberland, and with White County. I mean, it, it never really gets easier. They, we just have team after team after team that are stacked, and our kids are coming in here. Uh, they're learning how to compete and practice, learning how to play on Friday nights, and and um, you know we'll we'll get there. Uh, I think what's been very very encouraging is our JV team. Um, they are three and one on Monday nights playing, but they also got quite a bit of playing time against Jenkins, three and a half quarters against Jenkins. They played against Pickett, so they're really almost five and one on the season, and, and that's huge in terms of what the future looks like because they're starting to gain confidence by getting those wins. So that's that's a big thing for us, and that's what we'll continue to strive for. Head coach Matten Hauser, Wildcat football. Later on in the program, we'll hear from linebacker Seth Smith. But coming up after the break, it's the schedule ahead. We look at what else is happening around Livingston Academy and inside the Wildcat Den, presented by One Bank on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Colin Castleberry with you back inside the Wildcat Den, and let's take a look at the schedule ahead. Tomorrow night, volleyball in action at Watertown. They'll tip off at 5 p.m., Volleyball team still looking to secure the number one overall seed in district play. Of course, the football team will be on the road at Stone Memorial coming up on Friday. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Coverage will begin at 6.15 right here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And next Tuesday, girls soccer looking to bring an end to their regular season. They'll be at West High on Tuesday night. And that is your schedule ahead, a light week ahead for the uh, Livingston Academy Wildcats and Lady Wildcats as the regular seasons wind down for volleyball and soccer. Football, of course, still plenty of weeks to go and still plenty to play for 
for the team on the gridiron. But that's a look at your schedule ahead. I'm Colin Castleberry. We'll come back, and we've got a couple more interviews, including a Wildcat Pride interview with freshman Erica Morgan of the cheer team and linebacker Seth Smith of the football team, all coming up right here inside the Wildcat Den, presented by One Bank on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Sophomore cross-country runner Grayson Copeland with us again on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We are inside the Wildcat Den. and uh, Grayson, obviously the season really for cross-country is just starting to heat up. You've had a couple meets, uh, but we're getting into the meat of the season. How do you feel about where you guys are at right now? Uh, I felt we've had a pretty good season so far. We've had we've had a, a couple kids join the team kind of late, and the, I've really seen them improve. And uh, everybody's been improving their times, and it's been pretty good. What's that been like seeing kids coming to the sport, adding some numbers uh, to obviously a sport and a team that that could use them, but also don't normally get as much uh, participation. Uh, it's been really nice and. It's it's definitely made practices uh, a little more enthusiastic, everybody there, and it's it's just been a good environment to be in. What uh, have you done so far this season that you think has, has brought you the biggest improvement? Where are you trying to improve, and where have you improved? Uh, I, th- I think uh, I, I've had some trouble uh, improving on my times because – at the first mink coke bowl, I st- I still haven't been able to to pass that mm-hmm. that this year yet. But uh, one thing I think I've done right is uh, just just the effort involved than last year. Yeah, putting in better effort this year. What's your goal this year? What's the thing you would love to accomplish this season in cross country? Uh, my goal is to just. Uh, beat my record and get below probably 1830 time what's your record and how close are you to that 18 and a half uh it was 1830 something and the closest i've gotten this year is uh 1950 okay but the record is just a few seconds away from that 1830 what does it take to get to 18 minutes 30 seconds what do you think it's going to take to get to that that mark it just requires good conditions on the race day and to just have a good mind going into it. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, maybe not realizing how conditions can impact you greatly. What is your favorite weather? What's your favorite conditions to run in? Because, I mean, you'll hear a runner say, I, I love to run in the rain or I love when it's cloudy or I, I love hills. What's your favorite conditions, course, things like that to run in? Uh, just about 50 degrees overcast is about the perfect running temperature. A little colder than that, you know, it starts to hurt your lungs a little more. and You start, you know, thinking about how cold it is. And then uh, me personally, I like courses that have a little bit of variety in the terrain where it's not just a field. You'll you'll go through a course with a little bit of a, a dirt trail or something that makes it a little more interesting. Grayson Copeland, sophomore cross-country runner at Livingston Academy inside the Wildcat Den here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. 
Back inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We're now with senior linebacker Seth Smith. And in a lot of ways, you know, probably the quarterback of this defense really does a great job uh, coordinating it. What is that responsibility like, Seth, being out there and, and feeling like you, you're kind of directing uh, a defense with a lot of great athletes? Uh, well, everyone's kind of on the same page, so everyone knows what they're doing already. So, you know, they don't line up wrong much. You just say something, then, you know. You obviously seem to find your way to the football uh, quite a lot. You know, during a game on, on really every play, it's almost as if I could say Seth Smith was there near the football. Where does that come from? You're you're kind of your nose for the ball. Uh, I've just been. Uh, I've had a lot of experience playing since freshman year at you know outside linebacker, middle, and um, you know I'm just good at reading the ball where it's going. What do you feel like that experience has done for you this year uh, under a new coaching staff and a bit of a new scheme, but still having those three years of experience? Uh, the coaching staff this year, they've taught me to, you know, to be super aggressive and step forward and, you know, meet, you know, meet the guy with the ball in the hole and make tackles in the backfield. You've done an awfully good job of that this year. What do you love most about meeting the guy in the hole? Is it is it after the play, celebrating with your teammates, or is it that initial contact, that thud you get when you really make a good hit? Yeah, it's that initial contact. I just love, I love hitting. Hey, I respect that. Love that you love to hit people. The question, though, Seth, is we've seen a lot of guys flipping sides this year, a lot of guys getting to carry the football, a couple guys getting some touchdowns. Does Seth Smith want to play offense, or is he all all defense all day every day? I've always been more of a defense player. I mean, I could I would play a little tailback last year, but I'm more of a defensive player. Yeah. Do you miss it at all? If if you want, if they said, "Hey, Seth, we're going to hand you the ball," would your reaction be excitement or like, ah, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm good? Uh, I'd be excited, but I'm just I'm good with wherever the coaches put me. A man of the people for sure. Well, Seth, uh, the season has kind of been an up and down year, but you guys have been extremely competitive. Uh, how do you feel about where the team's at? What's the, kind of the attitude and the vibe around the guys? Uh, you can be honest. I mean, it's been a tough year, two and four. You know. Yeah, we've had a tough year, but uh, I feel like everyone's starting to come together finally, and we're starting to starting to believe we could win. What does that belief look like? I mean, this is certainly a team that that struggled for a couple of years there. You were a part of that. Now you've got two wins under your belt. You're starting to believe. What does that feel like? What does that look like uh, around the team on a daily basis? Uh, it's just like, you know, everyone's a lot more serious now. Not as much goofing around. Everyone's more loud and energetic now. So. Senior linebacker Seth Smith here inside the Wildcat Den. We're on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. I'm Colin Castleberry, and we're here with freshman Erica Morgan, freshman cheerleader, in fact, here at Livingston Academy uh, with a little Wildcat pride. Erica, just what has these first couple months of freshman year been like for you? Well, honestly, it's been kind of scary, but it has been the time of my life. What's made it the time of your life? Uh, just getting to meet new people and like being in this whole new atmosphere has really been fun. 
You also mentioned it's been a little scary. What, what's been the maybe the scariest part or the toughest part so far freshman year? Uh, just making sure that like I get like all my work done and like being on time to class. Is that something you, you weren't necessarily accustomed to? Is the workload kind of bumped up a little bit? Yeah, it's definitely gotten harder. <laughs> what made you want to join Cheer? What, why did you join Cheer and what do you love about it? Well, I joined Cheer when I was in third grade and then I went and done basketball for a little while and I just like felt that Cheer was more fun than basketball side. So I just really enjoy making friends and having, like, enthusiasm and, like, (laughs) being a part of that stuff. So you wanted to be on the sideline cheering for basketball or cheering for football versus playing. Why? What what do you think is more fun about cheer than being on the court, for instance? Well, to be honest, I'm a whole lot better at cheer. And it's just, like, more fun because you don't have to be as serious and, like, you're not getting screamed at to score. Well, hey, you know what? If you're better at it, then that's a great answer. What makes Livingston Academy so special? What what makes this place so much fun and so special for you over these first couple months? Well, I've learned a lot, and, like, I've learned that L.A. is all about tradition, and I think that's really cool. What does that tradition mean to you? If I say Hog Eye or if I say Livingston Academy, what comes to mind? What do you think of? Like everybody having like so much school spirit and like that's the love for everything around here. Love for everything around here. Well, Erica Morgan, freshman cheerleader here at Livingston Academy inside the Wildcat Den. A little bit of Wildcat pride on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. The Wildcat Den, presented by One Bank on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thank you to both footballs, that's girls soccer, Heather Marshall and Clark Officer joining us on the show. And thank you as well, as always, to head coach Matten Hauser and linebacker Seth Smith joining us this week from the football team, as well as cross country with Grayson Copeland. Of course, Wildcat Pride, as you just heard from Erica Morgan and the cheer team. And if you missed your schedule ahead, you can find it online at ucsportsnation.com. For now, thank you for listening. I'm Colin Castleberry, and we have been inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, presented by One Bank.